Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello and welcome to another edition of the PHNX D-backs podcast right here at PHNX. My name is Derek Montia. Of course, I am your mayor of Sholo, Arizona, and I'm joined by my vice mayor, the one and only Thunderstick, Jesse Friedman. You got out in nature, huh, Derek? Oh, enjoyed, uh, enjoyed the forests. It was and awful. Cooler Every weather up there. I hated it all the whole time, but that's just me. I'm, I'm a, don't, if you're going to take me somewhere, take me to a beach. That's pretty much where I want to go. Or, you know, you better get me plenty liquored up before you take me out to the middle of the forest. And that didn't happen. However, uh, we thank you guys so much for joining us. Uh, we are sponsored, of course, by the fine folks over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Go download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now to get in on the NBA action. Uh, I, do what I do and bet against the Dallas Mavericks because that seems like a solid bet. New customers right now can do that exact thing by betting $5 on any team of your choosing to win and get $150 in free bets if they do. Do that at the DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. All right. Uh, Diamondbacks lost today. Kind of on a down note, but don't want to take away from the fact that they went up to Chicago and got a little redemption for the Cubs winning their previous series here at Chase Field by taking three out of four from the Cubbies. The Diamondbacks looked good in this series, Jesse. I mean, yes, in the final game, we did have a little bit of a maybe maybe overusage of Ian Kennedy against Chicago uh, that came back to bite the D-backs for sure, but a lot of really positive things happened, and I guess we could say a few negatives. A few negatives for sure. Yeah, I think this one, it, it felt like a game that the Diamondbacks might really have a chance to steal, right? I mean, it was 3 nothing throughout most of the game. The Cubs took an early lead, and then the Diamondbacks came storming back toward the end, and, and you know, they were eventually up 4-3, to three, uh, and it looked like just another iteration of this Diamondbacks team coming out of nowhere and, and winning these games that they really had no business winning. Um, and yeah, un- unfortunately... Uh, Ian Kennedy, I mean, he'd already been used three out of four and Tori Lovello turned to him again to make it four out of five. And that's just a lot to ask of, of a reliever. And, and Ian Kennedy is, has certainly had his struggles at times throughout the year anyway. So, um, those are the first two home runs that he's given up all season, but they did, they came at an unfortunate time. I, I like what you said, especially about Ian Kennedy, because here's the thing. Uh, it's not Ian Kennedy's decision to go out there four out of five games and right right probably shouldn't be even utilizing a very very good reliever that much now i'm not taking anything away from ian kennedy but we have discussed on this show that ian kennedy has a very limited uh pitch selection he doesn't go out there and try to fool you with a whole lot of stuff so you really were you know when there were other options to go to I, I don't know if turning to joe mantiply because they've used him a lot lately would would have necessarily been the answer i, I maybe would have liked to see noe ramirez out there in that in that case but i mean and it, it's whatever you have no way of knowing how this game would have gone no matter who was out there uh but i do think that ian kennedy being out there was a mistake on 
managing and not as much on Ian Kennedy's performance. I know there's been a lot of bashing over both him and Mark Melanson, and rightfully so. There was a tweet that we put out about you know their the the batting averages and and the the basically the line hitters are slashing against them, and neither guy looks great right now. They don't. Yeah. 284, 357, 459. That's the slash against Ian Kennedy. And then Mark Melanson, 349, 406, 429. Um, and yeah, I think, I mean, it's unfortunate, right? The Diamondbacks finally went out this offseason and and spent more money than they've spent in a long time on their bullpen. I mean, Mark Melanson was um, the biggest free agent reliever acquisition the Diamondbacks have made in franchise history. And he only costs uh, $14 million, I believe, is, is his total contract value. So, um, yeah, it, it's unfortunate for to see the team spend some actual money, at least relative to what they've spent in the past on relievers and, you know, get the kind of, of performance that they've gotten so far. Uh, Ian Kennedy's ERA on the year is still 393. He's done a, a nice job limiting damage so far. Um, but like I said earlier, you know, he hadn't even given up a home run up until now. Um, and he still had his his ups and downs. So I think it was it was bound to happen at some point. He was going to give up a long ball, and and the timing here wasn't great to say the least. Yep. And Jesse actually has more information about that over at gophnx.com. Uh, he's been he wrote a piece about uh, all of the closers that uh, have been here under the the Mike Hazen era, and uh, not. Eh, not, not all bad, but just definitely a lot of ups and downs with the closer situation. You can get that over at gophnx.com. If you're not a member already, sign up to become a member. You can get an annual membership. You'll get a free t-shirt over at the phnxlocker.com. Or if you're not interested in the annual membership, you just want to try us out. Uh, you'll get your first month for just 50 cents if you try us out with the month-to-month option. So either way, join us over here. That way you can uh, not only read the wonderful work from Jesse and myself, but from all the other writers here at at PHNX, uh, as well as members only discounts over at the phnxlocker.com and uh, access to our members only discord. And Jesse, you covered that conversation on the closers pretty, pretty well. Uh, and I think that it is, it's odd because it does seem like Mike Hazen might have a little bit of a type when you start looking at Fernando Rodney, Joaquin Soria, uh, Mark Melanson, Ian Kennedy, both of those guys were closers last season for their respective teams. And they were brought over to essentially solidify the back end of this bullpen. I'm not going to say that they can't do that, but I'm going to say in the modern era of baseball, I don't know if you can just have the same guys go out there in the eighth and ninth inning every single night, every single game. I don't feel like it works that way, but uh, I, I wanted to address the clutch Canucks comment. He said to be one game under 500, isn't the worst result. Their schedule starts to look very favorable at, favorable after the Dodgers series this week. And he's right about that. Not only that, yeah. but let's take a look at what they did in this series, right? The By no means should we sit here and just lament about the loss today. I know that's the most recent thing, but the Diamondbacks went into Chicago. They played Chicago very well, and they had an opportunity to uh, really get back uh, against the Cubs, get some redemption, and they did. They took three out of four. Uh, and honestly, the numbers look very good in this series. Uh, three three wins to one. Starting pitching ERA gets down below the opponent, as well as the relief pitching ERA, which was excellent in this series. Yeah, four four three for the Diamondbacks as a starting rotation. We've we've definitely seen some regression there, but you know it's it's really encouraging to see the Diamondbacks still win three out of four in a series where their starting pitching certainly kept them in games. 
wasn't necessarily spectacular. I guess Zach Gallen was, was still pretty good despite his one 40 pitch inning that we talked about the other day. Uh, but the other D back starters in this series were just sort of okay. Um, and it, and you know, it, sometimes that's going to happen. Your starting pitchers are not going to dominate every single day. And to see the Diamondbacks take three out of four in a series like that is, is great. And, and even the bullpen, I mean, the D-backs bullpen at a three, nine, five ERA in this series, um, despite the, the two key runs given up in this one. So you're absolutely right, Derek, even though we had kind of a, a downer finish to this series, all in all, the Diamondbacks played a really great series against the Cubs. The Saturday, the Saturday game in particular was arguably one of the most fun games to watch that I've that I've seen in a long time. There was so much back and forth, and it really went down to the wire, and, and the D-backs won a big one there. And you hit the nail on the head there. Even today's game was exciting, right? It felt early on like... Yeah you know, that they were out of it. The the Cubs scored early and, and it felt like that three run lead that they had was going to maybe build, be built upon a little bit. I know at least my hopes were a little down and to see this team not only come back uh, and tie the game, but then to take the lead and, and to take it late. It, it's, it's been a fun team to watch. This series was fun. Watching yeah. Josh Rojas hit three home runs in a freaking game was fun. Yeah. I mean, and that's, what it's all about. It's not so fun that he got plunked on the hand and now is day to day with the hand contusion. But um, regardless, it that's the balance of the Diamondbacks world, right? Something good happens and then something bad happens to kind of <laughs> even it out. It's like Thanos. There, there must be balance. Uh, but I will say they, uh, you know, they they were impressive in this series, and I think uh, that that the the dog in them meter was at ten, right? Because they really uh, they they came out after losing six in a row. And they showed out and they did what they needed to do to, uh, you know, kind of get themselves back on track in a lot of ways. Going back to the numbers, the thing I was most impressive about was batting 333 with runners in scoring position. Can, can we yeah. do that more often? Because holy crap, you know, that that right there is a big reason why we see that those three wins up there at the top. It really is. It really is. And I, I never want to like reduce baseball down to, to one number. But that number is pretty important. If you if you perform better with runners in scoring position than your opposing team, you're gonna you're gonna win a lot of games. That's just the reality of it. That number is extremely important. And we saw in the Dodgers series, the Diamondbacks hit I think 208 in that series with runners in scoring position. And it's it's just gonna be really hard to win games if you're not coming through in those moments where it really matters. And and this series, the Diamondbacks did. The offense didn't necessarily pop off on the whole they they showed some good signs overall but in the moments that really mattered i mean the number of two out rbi singles that we saw in this series it was it was really unlike anything we've seen from the steebacks offense this season and uh jacob in our comments talked about the uh you know, schedule. And that's something we've talked about quite a bit about how difficult their schedule, hardest schedule in the, in major league baseball. And, uh, the diamondbacks have been doing an excellent job, even with the schedule. And I, I don't, I do see some relief in sight. Um, and I think that, uh, what the clutch Canucks said earlier is, is another, you know, is, is very true after the Dodgers series, which again is going to be an, uh, another still, a still an important series for them. Uh, after that, they, they have the ability to really run away with some games and build on, on maybe, a, not only just getting to 500, but getting over 500. Our expectations have changed so quickly though, Jesse, our, uh, yeah. our 
our ability to be rational about this team. And that's the reason why I wanted to say we need to accentuate the positives and we need to be excited about things like series wins, even if they didn't get the sweep. A four-game series sweep is very hard unless you're the Dodgers. Sorry, too soon. Um, but <laughs> the uh, you know the Diamondbacks taking three out of four from the Cubs is is fantastic and not something. Even though the even though the Cubs aren't a great team, it's still not something I saw this team doing this season. So it's very encouraging, right? We have seen some yeah. people losing their minds in our comments about especially the relief, you know, pitching and uh, me with my memes about the bullpen probably do nothing to help that out. But the bullpen actually has been pretty damn good lately, you know, and again, even today, Caleb Smith, the wheels almost completely fell off for him and he was able to somehow hold it together enough to keep it scoreless and, and keep this team in the game. And that's something that has been great to see about not only the relievers, but the starters. You know, Merrill Kelly had another rough outing today, but once again, he was able to get it back in and, and lock in and and keep zeros up on the board after giving up some runs. And uh, Chris Melton in our comments says, love the youngins. And I love, yeah. not only do I love the youngins, I love the way that all of this, I don't know, I, I guess all of this experience is rubbing off on them because these young guys on this team are playing at the same level as the veterans, if not higher. Let's be honest. Alec Thomas needs to hit higher in the lineup, and everybody knows it. Everybody wants it. Uh, and I think we've seen enough of him now to not think it was just some sort of fluke at a major league level. There are changes that need to be made. I just don't know because I don't know this Tori Lavolo version 4.0 or whatever anymore. I don't know what his decisions are going to be because he is making decisions differently than he has in the past. Uh, I feel like he was more reactionary in the past. And at this point, he probably would have already put Alec Thomas at the three hole or the four hole uh, on this team. But, you know, uh, I, I think that there are things like that that could help to make this team that much better than they than they already are right now. That's an interesting question. Yeah. Like if if Tory in past years would have would have moved more quickly on that. Um, but yeah, I mean, the point is that. Alec Thomas is is performing extremely well. And as Jacob says in our comments, just call up Corbin Carroll. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's it's hard not to, man. I mean, yeah. the way that Corbin Carroll is hitting in the minors. Him, right? Like not even just to say it's hard not to call him up to the D-backs, but it's hard not to put him on the Reno Aces and see what he can do just for a little bit. I I think it's only a matter of time before that before that happens. I mean Corbin Carroll has clearly shown you everything that you need to see at the double A level. So, um, yeah, I mean, Reno is Reno is really the last step there. And I, I expect that should happen relatively soon. I, I, I don't really see why the Diamondbacks would continue with him and Amarillo for, for that much longer. Yeah. And I mean, uh, I think it was, we were talking about Varsho did not spend very much time, uh, in Reno before he was called up. So I, I think Corbin Carroll is still very young and I don't expect to see him until, next season i think until at least the diamondbacks can squeeze that one more that one more year out of him before they call him up but i wouldn't be surprised to see him up on this team as soon as next may it it could very well be one year from now that corbin carroll is tearing it up at chase field uh giselle in our comment says even with the loss today this team has been very fun to watch and i think that's the thing that we really need yeah. to keep reminding ourselves of they're missing some pieces nick ahmed's still out with an injury uh i mean they're they're not at a hundred percent. So 
uh, again, they're they're able to find a way to win, and it's exciting to see guys like Thomas and Geraldo Perdomo on this team right now doing what they're doing and being, you know, a, a, a key part of the reason why they're being successful. I mean, at this at this point last year, Derek, I think you you mentioned health there. At this point last year, I think the Diamondbacks had basically lost their entire starting rotation. Yes. I want to say Merrill Kelly was pretty much the last man standing at this point, and it was it was John Duplantier, it was a, a very young, inexperienced Corbin Martin, um, it was Matt Peacock, it was Riley Smith. Those are the guys that were that were getting the majority of these outings. And although the Diamondbacks aren't fully a hundred percent, like like no team really ever is uh they're close i mean the fact that madison bumgarner zach davies zach gallon merrill kelly and humberto castellanos that was the five pretty much from the get-go um and that's still the five right now and and that's been a a huge contributor to the diamondbacks Uh, being able to continue this success is is at least on the pitching side of things they've been able to stay healthy Motion in our comment says we really need more depth at third base, and you couldn't yeah. be more right about that. I mean, Josh yeah. Rojas, I think, is has kind of slid in as their one, you know, uh, starting, you know, third baseman. But for the time being, we quickly saw uh, how how bad it could be. No offense to Drew Ellis, but he did not have a good day out there in, in any way. No. And uh, honestly. There's something about Yanni Hernandez that even when he doesn't have a great day at the plate, um, you still feel like that guy gives you a lot. And Drew Ellis today didn't even, I know it was just some costly mistakes, but it just didn't feel like Drew Ellis was the answer at third base at all for this team today. Yeah, Drew Ellis made a pretty a pretty key mistake early in the game on a an infield pop up. He called everyone else off. He was charging in from third base and and he just kind of muffed the muffed the fly ball in the infield and uh, that ultimately turned into a run in that inning. Um, but I mean, honestly, Derek, the day before, Yanni Hernandez made a, a kind of a key mistake at third base. There was um, a ground ball. It, it was hit hard, but it, we've seen some grounders eat him up at third base from time to time. The reality is that. I don't think either Yanni Hernandez or Drew Ellis at the end of the day are are really, you know, majorly caliber backup third baseman, at least not at not at this point. You're you're really putting a lot of trust in them um, in these situations where Josh Rojas is is hurt. Uh, and unfortunately, there's been you know, that's been almost the entire season so far. So it's interesting how that, you know, they kind of keep switching back and forth. They just sent Hernandez down and called Drew Ellis up and. You know, maybe we see that 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 in reverse at some point yeah. soon. But the key is they need Josh Rojas back as, as soon as possible. I just want to explain one thing, by the way, to several of the people that comment on our Twitter page, by the way. Um, uh, Mark Melanson and Ian Kennedy, they don't got options left. That's not the way guys uh, at that age and that point in their career work. Yeah, right. right. Um, so please stop <laughs> suggesting that we send them down to AAA. Uh, and that's going to be the same for a couple of veteran guys. Realize that when they do make these moves, it, it is typically because these guys have options left and they can maneuver them around so that they can get a fresh body in without having to send someone else down uh, that might be still you know still have value to the team in, in some way during the game like a pitcher or something like that of the sort right so um i'm sure we'll see yanni back up i wouldn't be surprised if that happens as soon as tonight or tomorrow morning after uh today's game but 
again, we'll see how long it takes for Josh Rojas to get back. Uh, since we don't know uh, how many more opportunities we will have with Josh Rojas uh, being healthy this season, we're going to go ahead and name him our DraftKings King of the Series for that three home run game. Uh, that alone won him King of the Series because sometimes you just got to tip your cap uh, to a guy doing big things and it doesn't get yeah. any bigger than somebody like Rojas who wanted to play at Wrigley field so bad, missed the trip last year due to injury. Uh, I was able to make it this year and not only did he make it, but boy, did he show out in this game? Well, and I think he also experienced what, uh, he also experienced why Chicago is called the windy city. Uh, he, he might've gotten an <laughs> hey, extra hey, little nudge. Hey, <laughs> hey, knock it off. Uh, knock it off. <laughs> a home run is a home run and a seven inning. No hitter is still a no hitter. Don't get me started on this Jesse Friedman. Uh, but of course, <laughs> just a reminder for everybody uh, that Josh Rojas is our DraftKings King of the series. Go to DraftKings Sportsbook now, right now you can get down on the MLB action, but new customers can specifically get down on the NBA action. New customers can bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game in the third round of the NBA playoffs, and you will get $150 in free bets if they do. Turn a small bet into a big payday over at the DraftKings Sportsbook. Get down existing customers, new customers, whatever kind of customer you are, get down on the same game parlays, create your own parlay by combining multiple bets uh, within the same game. The more legs you add, the more money you win right now. All customers can place a same game parlay with three or more legs, and you will get a free bet back up to $25. If one leg doesn't hit download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Now use promo code PHNX bet $5 on any NBA team to win their game and get $150 in free bets. If they do, that's promo code PHNX only at the DraftKings Sportsbook. 21 and over only Arizona only gambling problem. Dial 1-800-NEXT-STEP. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit required. Eligibility restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Jesse, um, we got some, we got an exciting announcement, by the way. Um, speaking of relief pitching, speaking of the bullpen, we are very excited um, for a man who doesn't really get excited himself out there because he is one cool customer on the mound. But on tomorrow's show, Jesse, we are going to be joined by the one, the only, the Mantiply, D-backs relief pitcher, Joe Mantiply, is joining the show tomorrow. So make sure not to miss it. Monday at 5.30 p.m., uh, he will be here with us pregame talking about being out at Wrigley, working with Brent Strom, and this pretty magical season he's had so far as a relief pitcher for this team. Magical is, I think, the right word. I mean, there aren't that many relievers who have an ERA of 0 0.55 at this point <laughs> in the season. I, mean, I don't is... feel like we should talk to him. Should we not talk? Should we cancel it? I don't feel like yeah. we do anything to mess with whatever he's got going on. Whatever route he takes to work he needs to take it every day whatever thing he eats he needs to eat the same thing because he needs to keep doing whatever the hell he's doing all we know is that if suddenly joe Mantiply winds up having you know a bad outing or something this week it will 100 oh, percent be our fault us. for bringing it's him 100% on so. us. yeah <laughs> like we're we're really we're we are really on thin ice with doing this interview so i don't know but uh one thing i am excited about besides i'm gonna get this excited about Joe Man. I don't know why. I don't feel like I don't feel like I was excited enough for the Joe Mantiply interview, but thank you for all you guys in the comments being excited. Uh, but I am excited about being a half a game back 
in the All City Network division, Jesse. Just one half go. game back from the Chicago White Sox, a- aka the CHGO Sox. Uh, we got the DNVR Rockies right behind us, uh, who have not. They've 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 come back down to earth, Jesse. Uh, and of course, the Chicago Cubs, who we beat, and we really uh, put that All City record of theirs in the dirt at five and eight. So, uh, shout out to all of our brethren at All City Network. This right now, of course, is the only division that matters to me. I know uh, the NL West <laughs> is already out of reach as far as I'm concerned, but that division very much matters to me. Uh, and Josh Hunt says, "Take that, DNVR. Yeah, sucker." We're back. We're back <laughs> in the thick of things. But uh, yes, Jesse, this team, uh, again, has another tough series coming up on the horizon with the Los Angeles Dodgers. But I, I'm not ready for that yet. What I'm ready for is I'm ready for two games with the Kansas City Royals here tomorrow and Tuesday uh, at Chase Field. So uh, again, Kansas City Royals, not to attack uh, another franchise, uh, haven't had a great season. So the Diamondbacks definitely no. have a team right there that they uh, could pounce on and get at at a couple of wins, get back over the top of Mount 500 before they find themselves facing off against the Los Angeles Dodgers. And of course, since I said, I just had to, I had to do it. We got to get back over Mount 500, Jesse, because I need to use that video as often as possible. But Diamondbacks right now, one game below 500, could find themselves back on top before the Dodgers come to town. They could. They could. I mean, Zach Greinke will be on the mound. We talked about that. Uh, Zach Greinke and Zach Davies will. uh, That's the pitching matchup for Monday. There's a lot of Zachs because Zach Gowan, right? Zach Gowan. And then Zach Gowan. There's three Zachs in that series. Yes. Excellent. Zach. The Royals are not a, the Royals are not a very good team. I think they're 15 and 24 right now. So um, yeah, the D-backs have a, you know, a good shot to hopefully win both of those games. It'd be great to, you know, take both of those and, be a game over 500 going into that Dodger series but uh but yeah uh, what what we uh, what was said in the comments earlier is absolutely accurate that after the Dodger series things really thin out for the Diamondbacks schedule wise and you know hopefully they can they can get on a run after that what who who do the Diamondbacks have cuz I haven't looked at the schedule beyond that who do they have coming up after um the Dodgers? Yeah So it is if my Internet will cooperate with me here. So they have they have the four with the Dodgers. They have three with the Braves after that, which the Braves haven't played extremely well so far, but we all know they won the World Series last year. Um, but after that is really when it happens. You got three against the Pirates, three against the or four against the Reds, three against the Phillies, and then three against the Reds. Three more and then you have the three Reds. against yeah, three <laughs> more against so that I mean that those are all teams that have not been very good this year. So uh, that's a, a huge window of opportunity for about two weeks where the D-backs could try to gain some ground. Do you think, is this another case where if the D-backs really want to prove that they are who they, who we think they might be, that they need to go in and really just kind of uh, dunk on some of these teams? Like the Pirates are no slouch. They beat the Dodgers in a series. So you can't underestimate any baseball team because they're all major league teams. But uh, there's definitely should be a quite a few series wins in that stretch, especially playing the Reds twice, the Pirates. They have, uh, like you said, the Twins. I think after the after the yeah. second series with the Reds. So yeah, they have a lot. They have a lot of games in there that they could uh, a lot of series that they could win. The Twins are, I think, are leading the AL Central right now by a fair margin. But the AL Central is just 
just not good right now. So leading the AL Central <laughs> is not necessarily a, a huge accomplishment. But yeah, I think I think you're right. I mean, winning winning these games is sort of asserting your dominance over some of these teams that are near the bottom of of the standings in baseball right now is is huge for the Diamondbacks and continuing to develop this identity as a team that is different from the team that we watched last year. Last season, you know, if the Diamondbacks played a team like the Pirates or the Reds or whatever, you know, you felt better that they had a a chance to win that series, but you didn't necessarily expect them to win that series because they weren't really the better team. Now the Diamondbacks really like the Diamondbacks looked like the better team playing the Chicago Cubs this week. I I don't think this was just like a fluke that happened to win three out of four. The Diamondbacks looked like a better baseball team than the Chicago Cubs. And the Diamondbacks should look like a better baseball team than than the Pirates, than the Reds, than probably the Phillies. Um, So this is a big window opportunity for them to show that you know, maybe maybe the Dodgers will get the best of them, but they're going to get the best of some of these other teams that that just don't line up and are not as good as they are. The Diamondbacks took until June twenty first last year to win twenty one games, uh, and this yeah. stretch this stretch that we're on right now was the particularly particularly horrendous stretch for them. Right? Uh, when if you talk about needing OG's gummies. Um, I, I would have needed these gummies at this time last year. I would have needed them in a Costco sized bulk package because every single game felt like a nightmare, right? Every single game, be, <laughs> because we didn't know how historically bad at this point last season, the team was going to be. We were just like, man, they're like, at this point we were like, man, they have a lot of injuries. This sucks, right? Like there's a lot of guys yeah. down this uh, entire situation with last season and everything and kind of uh, the, the mess that, that was, you know, the baseball during the pandemic made you feel like the diamondbacks were put in a really bad place, but we were also hearing stories across baseball about injuries uh, being suffered of, you know, major superstars across baseball. So it didn't feel as significant as it does now looking back on how bad last season ended up and how this period of time, you know, was that for them. Uh, the Diamondbacks really do have an opportunity to go forward and make this, you know, make make last season forgettable. And the best way, once again, to do that is with a Costco sized bulk package of OG's gummies. Uh, you can get a regular sized package of OG's gummies at a local dispensary near you. And of course, OG's gummies are deliciously scratch made uh, THC gummies from our friends at OG's. You can get a wonderful variety of flavors to help you uh, forget last season uh, and especially a chill Indica, which uh, of all people, Chirsten Susel told me the Indica couch uh, Indica thing, Jesse, which apparently means, you know, because Indica makes you like sleepy and kind of chill ah. and, uh, in the couch in the car right yeah that cheerston i don't know ah, about her. there you go i don't know she knows more than she's letting on but uh, again og's brands has an amazing wonderful variety of flavors blackberries and cream orange school watermelon uh, and they do have uh, multiple varieties of, uh, of of strains like sativas and indicas if you're interested in trying the amazingly delicious variety of flavors that og's brands has to offer go to ogsbrands.com that's o-g-e-e-z brands.com to find og's near you and if you know a way to get those to me at this time last year with a note that may like warns me in a back to the future style way about what's coming uh, i would appreciate that uh, so anyway anybody out there is listening and can do that thanks uh jesse 
I don't know what else to say. The Diamondbacks right now, Merrill Kelly, I, I was hoping that that uh, outing against the Dodgers didn't affect his confidence too much. He looked there for a little bit like it wasn't great, but uh, he definitely did get things back on on track. And uh, the starting rotation, I, I don't know where it's going to go. I don't know how much. Yeah. You know, I, I, I don't know what's happening with this team right now. I feel like these guys are still as good as we saw in the beginning of the season, but those numbers, as we said, were a little crazy. The only per, the only people right now that seem to be earning those ERAs is Zach Gallen and Joe Mantiply, to be honest. Uh, those two guys are, yeah. have been incredible for this team. The Diamondbacks, just to give people an update, they were, you know, basically either first or second in starting rotation yes. ERA for the first prior, several weeks of the prior season. Prior to the Dodgers series. Right. Prior to the Dodgers series. Now they are 12th in starting rotation ERA, which it's pretty crazy how quickly that changed. <laughs> life comes there at you a, fast. Yeah, life, life does come at you fast, but that's still good. I mean, the Diamondbacks are 12th in starting rotation ERA which is above average. I mean, it's been a strength for them this season, even though things have regressed. They're 27th in bullpen ERA. Uh, That number, unfortunately, is pretty much hung right there throughout pretty much the whole season. And some of the underlying metrics suggest that that's a pretty accurate representation of where this bullpen stands right now. So the bullpen does not appear to be a strength of this team. And frankly, that not exactly a huge surprise from what we expected in the off season. Um, so yeah, I mean, between, between the bullpen and the starting rotation, the bullpen being one of the worst in the game, the starting rotation being a little bit above average, the diamondbacks are as a team are now 21st in the majors in ERA at 3.97, which is really just crazy to me, Derek, because a 3.97 ERA is suddenly only good for 21st in the majors. Right? I mean, that sounds like a pretty good team ERA, but that's, I mean, that's how much offense has been deterred this year by wow. the humidors that, that have been put up across the, across baseball, whatever's going on. Uh, the offense, as we've talked about has, has really taken a step back this year. And uh, yes, thank you for bringing that up because I am working on a piece right now about offense being down across baseball. And it's, the numbers are a bit staggering and I have factored in a lot of the complaints, mostly from Mets pitchers, but from others as well about the size of the ball, the squishiness of the ball. I I think we saw in a game, Zach Davies looked like he was literally wringing the ball out before he was like pitching with it. And I know part of it is like, getting you know getting sweat and stuff off of it but it looked like he was just squeezing the hell out of this ball and all i could think of was that like he is trying to squeeze all the moisture out of this ball and make it like you know easier for him to grip they're saying like the uh the seams are raised and all sorts of complaints about it but it seems to be, if you're asking me, I mean, the the point you brought up, the humidor seems to be the centralized theme of what is affecting it. It's it's the yeah. only thing that every single ballpark in Major League Baseball now has. So it's right even across the board. Uh, but it takes me back to one time hearing Mike Hazen on a phone call say about the uh, opposition, the. the Teams coming in here don't seem to have a problem hitting the ball, right? So yeah. it was like there was a time when the Diamondbacks were one of the sole teams with a humidor, but it was kind of being blamed for offense back then, despite the fact that the off the you know opposing teams were coming in and tearing the cover off the ball. So 
I don't know what's happening with offense, but I have a lot of interesting numbers and you can get that over at gophnx.com. Uh, if you guys haven't had a chance to sign up already, please do so already. Use all of our codes at all the places. Uh, by the way, I do need to tell you guys about athletic greens because I just got back from a trip uh, where I, you know, didn't take good care of myself. But of course, the one thing I remembered to do, Jesse, was bring my athletic greens with me. And there I you go. I was, doesn't matter. I was the first one up this morning, Jesse. I was the first one packed and ready to go. I was the first one ready to get on a road trip and get back here uh, home to Phoenix. But uh, of course, I use it all the time, and it's the that's the reason why. It's the reason why I was the first one up today. Uh, with one delicious scoop of Athletic Greens, I absorbed 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole, whole food-sourced superfoods, probiotics, and adaptions uh, that got my day started right. And you can, too over at athletic greens it's a no-brainer uh not only is it investment in your health but it supports better sleep quality and recovery that's a hundred percent like i used to wake up with a like just kind of soreness uh if i didn't take ibuprofen the night before because i'm old and i've no longer um I, i've broken my body it's done uh but athletic greens kind of puts me back together uh they have over seven thousand five star reviews and most importantly cost you less than three dollars a day uh, to invest in your health uh to make it easy athletic greens is going to give you one free year supply of immune supporting vitamin d and five free travel packs with your first purchase all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash diamondbacks again that is athleticgreens.com forward slash diamondbacks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And while we're talking about insurance, uh, get yourself some pet insurance, by the way, if you have an animal. Remember, uh, this isn't an advertisement, but remember, uh, they need health insurance <laughs> too. And one day you're going to really appreciate the fact that you got health insurance for your dog. Let me tell you, my wife is a vet tech and that's a message from her. But a message for all of you is to relax a little bit. Enjoy watching this very fun team this season. I know days like today really piss us off, right? Because uh, a sweep over the Chicago Cubs kind of gets you feeling like this team is on a different level. The, the Dodgers reminded us a week ago what level the Diamondbacks are on. And I'm not right, saying that as, right. an in, as an insult. I'm just saying the Diamondbacks aren't going to win every game this season, and they're not going to win probably more than around half of them, depending on how good or bad this season goes. So there's going to be a lot of losses. And a lot of times it's going to be situations like this where uh, they maybe blow it late or a reliever comes in and gives it up or whatever. The Diamondbacks have very good starting pitching. So remember that when a reliever comes in, a reliever isn't always going to be better than Zach Gallen, who was out there just dealing. Uh, and now they're excited yeah. to get into our bullpen and do some damage. So, um, But just keep things into perspective. This was a team that so many people... Uh, said was going to win 75 or less wins this season. And, you know, they, 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 they might do something crazy. They might do something special. We get to watch it. We get to be here. We get to observe it, but uh, don't, don't be too down after a, a one game loss out of a four game series, you know, just try to try to, hang your hat on the fact that this team won three out of four and uh jacob franklin is in our comments harassing me about juan soto so we're going to take a second to address jake jacob franklin wants us to give up our second pick in the draft for juan soto first of all i don't know who told you that this was even something that the washington nationals would go for but <laughs> um screaming it louder doesn't make it happen jacob i'm sorry uh 
there's a lot of things we need, but the third baseman is definitely one of them. Uh, you guys, thank you so much for checking out the show. Juan, I, I have to say, I have to say real quick, Juan, Juan Soto is not a third baseman. So no, that's what I'm saying. I don't care outfielder. about Juan Soto. And, uh, I need, like, I need a third baseman. I'm not worried about Juan right, Soto right. at all in any way, shape, or form. Um, right. And I Juan like- Soto is under control for like two more seasons. So that doesn't really make it. I mean, not that Jacob, I hope, is being serious, but oh, he's it, being makes, serious. it makes no sense it whatsoever. It doesn't make any sense, so. Jacob. I was ignoring <laughs> you for a reason and for a good one. Motion says the MLB should move the Diamondbacks to NL Central. I'm not, I, I don't hate that idea at all. Not one bit. <laughs> Who would we replace? Who would go to the NL West? Because we'd have to swap with someone, right? Yeah. Can we send I mean, the Brewers over there? Yeah, but I mean, if you're if you're bringing the other team back to the NL West, I don't think any of the teams in the Central are really anywhere. I mean, the Pittsburgh Pirates are in the NL Central. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're not like they're, yeah. they're pretty far east. So That's I true. geographically, you're going to run into some problems doing that. But yes, I mean, in terms of just ease of playing your divisional opponents. It it would be nice if the Diamondbacks suddenly played in the central for see, sure. That goes that would goes with Cliff Paul's comments that we need to just play the Cubs more often. So all of that plan works that out also if that's what we can do. Yeah. All right. Well, we thank you guys so much for being here and loving the Arizona Diamondbacks. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter. I am at cap underscore caveman with a K. Jesse is at Jesse and Friedman. Our show is at PHNX underscore D backs. But of course, all roads lead to at phnx underscore sports uh if you're listening to us right now in your favorite audio podcasting app please make sure you've subscribed if you haven't done so already and leave us a five-star review if you're watching us right now live on youtube in the chat in the comments we appreciate you being here make sure you have uh, subscribed to the phnx sports channel and sign up for notifications that way you don't miss uh, when we go live hours after the game like this or any of the other live content coming out from the phnx team uh specifically Oh, just mostly us, right? Because we're the only one that really is, has the sport going on. So, um, get me my crown, get me my mayoral sash because the Diamondbacks (laughs) are king of PHNX right now. We thank you guys so much for being here. Uh, we thank the Diamondbacks for winning a series yet again. Uh, on behalf of Jesse and myself, we appreciate your time. And remember kids, baseball is fun, but it's so much more fun when you play the Cubs.